You're listening to Artistic Finance, show 96. On today's show, we're answering the question, how much do you pay to have your taxes done? So I ran a poll on social media to find out what my peers, colleagues, and friends are paying, and I was actually quite surprised by the results, which we'll get to in just a minute. We have a surprise guest on the show, Michael Farmer, an account executive at Four Wall Entertainment. He files his own taxes, and he explains to us how. A special thank you to our producer, Nicole, who had the idea for this episode and who made a chart of the results. That's available in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a great resource. It is links to all the tax softwares that we discussed today and numerous accountants that me and my colleagues use to file our taxes, aka they are tried and true accountants. I have zero affiliation with any of the softwares or accountants, except for the one, of course, that does my taxes. This is just a list to help you if you're looking for help with taxes. Thank you to my Patreon patrons for supporting the show each month. Your support keeps us on the air. Without further ado, let's get to the show. You're listening to Artistic Finance Podcast, where your host, Ethan Steimel, interviews successful artists, leaders, and investors to help educate and inspire artists to grow their wealth. Welcome and thank you for listening. I'm your host, Ethan Steimel. Now today is April 18th, 2022, which in the USA is tax day. Normally, tax day falls on April 15th, but Washington, D.C. took off for Emancipation Day on Friday, which means the IRS was out of the office, so taxes are due today. If you file an extension, you now have until October 17th to finish filing. And let me begin by adding an extra disclaimer today, which is that I'm a lighting designer based in New York City. I have no financial background, and any information I share here today is for entertainment purposes only. Please check with a financial professional before making any decisions. Now, before we get to the poll results, I'd like to bring in our special guest, Mike Farmer. So, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, man. It's great to be here. So, Mike, just so people get to know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. um, I've actually known Ethan now for almost 12 years. I have uh, been in a different track in the industry than he. I am uh, now an account executive at Four Wheel Entertainment. I'm based out of the Columbia, Maryland office, which is servicing the D.C. region, uh, Baltimore, and as far south as the border in North Carolina, if we can. And uh, yeah, an account executive, uh, essentially I'm sales, outside sales. But I've always kind of considered myself a little bit on the technical track of things. That's always kind of been where my brain has led me. Yeah, that's what I do. We sell lighting, uh, we do events, and we rent equipment as well, uh, which is our, our main shtick. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so, um, yeah, and I just want to say that actually we met 2011, and we both went to LDI for the first time. Um, as part of the ETC sort of student sponsorship thing. Yeah, they now call it the Fred Foster Mentorship Program. Fred, as you know, passed away a couple of years ago now. And yeah, it's a great program for up-and-coming designers and other industry uh, folks. Also, do you go to LDI every year? 2019, I did. Um, and I should be there this year as well. There's some exciting news coming out of Four Wall that we'll uh, be announcing soon. So Okay, fantastic. All right, well, we'll reunite because I've been asked to do another artistic finance live show there. 
I, I will see you there and maybe we'll collaborate on something. <laughs> yeah, I love the guests you're bringing in. I think these conversations are excellent. And I, I do want to take a moment out of your time to congratulate you on what you've built. I think this is excellent. Wow. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. I, I appreciate that uh, so much. Um, okay, so the reason we're talking today is because I threw out a poll just on the social media and I was asking people how much they paid for taxes. And so you responded and you said you file your own taxes. And then you said you spent $22 to file, <laughs> which I just thought was a wildly specific number. <laughs> and I knew that you were married. So I thought, okay, $22 for two people or presumably a joint filing situation. And so I just wanted to find out more about that. So can you break down that $22 and how you filed? I can. So I use a program um, that was tipped off to me two years ago now. So it's my second year using it called Free Tax USA. Uh, it's a, I, I reckon, competitor to those supercharged turbo competitors. Um, it is very similar. Um, it is a trustworthy site as far as I can tell for the second year. I'm curious, did, have you used those other competitors? Like before you used Free yes. Tax USA? I was a turbo guy for many years, as a matter of fact, including uh, just special tax situation when I had a year where my primary income was out of Dubai. I had to claim that in the US. It was very interesting. So, um, but I was able to use TurboTax successfully for that. I believe that Free Tax USA could have done that as well, um, but I haven't had that come up again because it was just that one year. So, uh, but yeah, the breakdown is uh, what, well, let's see. And by the way, I got my, I filed about a week ago and I've already got my return. So the receipt uh, I'm going to pull up here. And basically, you can pay for premium services through this program um, like you can with any. And for this one, I went with premium version, which was like $6.50 or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. $6.99, I looked it up. $6.99. And the benefit to that, they give you audit protection and stuff, the same thing that others claim. I don't know that I'll ever need that, I hope. I'm not in a very special tax situation in general, but you never know. So it's nice for $6.99 to have paid for that. Um, it's also not as heavy a lift financially to pay for that because uh, Free Tax USA is is a lot more cost effective than, frankly, its competitors. Now, when when you were using TurboTax, were you paying for the uh, deluxe version over there? I was, and I I think I did that without a whole lot of research, only because I felt like it gave me a little bit of a net in case I was doing something wrong filing my own taxes. And you could ask questions. They did have live chat support. Uh, so does Free Tax USA. Oh, really? Free Tax USA? Because I was looking it up when you told me about it. I had never heard of it. So I went to look it up and I saw somewhere somebody said one of the problems was that you couldn't talk to an actual person at Free Tax USA. So in, in the effort to give you guys as best the info as I can, I'm actually on their website now. I'm in their deluxe support center because I did pay for that. I have logged in uh, and I can click on live chat right now. It looks like it's available Monday to Saturday, 8 to 11, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. That is so. It's a nice chunk of time. Uh, yeah, so if you're filing at two in the morning and you have a question, you may have to wait till the next day. Uh, and if you haven't filed an extension by now, you, you ought to get on that tomorrow. You have to get on that by tomorrow. Because <laughs> I believe taxes for the common folk are due tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, well, this will still come out today or tomorrow. It's today. You have to finish by today. Yeah, so I should definitely speak as if we're in the future. So today, the 18th is when taxes are due. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. 
Okay, cool. So this is the second time you've used them. Because another thing I saw was that I guess some of the softwares, I've never used software, so I don't know. But some of the softwares you can like automatically upload your W-2s and your 1099. And I guess it autofills the information. And it said Freetax USA doesn't do that. That is a minor drawback. If you have, and I'm going to hold up a W-2 just because, you know, why not? Um, if you have your W-2 in front of you, you are told what boxes to enter. So the import is a huge deal as long as you're double checking your uh, EIN, which is your employer's identification number and their state ID number, make sure they're correct. And then all your dollars and cents fall into the boxes uh, labeled. So I think some people think we have complicated taxes because I have so many 1099s. But I think if you add them all together, including 1095Cs, which is the health insurance thing, if you put all of that together, I think we have 40 documents. So it's like even even if I have to manually do it, I mean, 40 is not crazy. And I think now with the, well, we say 40 is not crazy because uh, we, we're used to doing freelance uh, in a lot of aspects of our lives. Um, but I, there may be some people listening who aren't used to that. Um, and it seems daunting. But in the end, yeah, it's something you have to sit down and do. But there isn't, there isn't a single program out there that's going to do it for you unless you send all your stuff to an accountant. So Right. And, and Nicole and I use an accountant. And we still have to compile that pile of 40 and send it off. And so I sort of think we're, we're doing half of the work. And I would say we're doing the harder part of the work. We just hand off the part about which box it goes into. The best part I think about using one of the softwares is they, they do step-by-step -step take you through it. The, the one thing that every software that I've used, Turbo and FreeTax, will tell you is if you're, if you're not sure, you can go through the steps. So if you're not sure if one situation tax-wise applies to you, you can go through the steps. And at the end or somewhere in the middle, it's going to tell you, well, actually, this doesn't apply to you. So we're going to move on. I, I frankly don't have too many complaints um, and I've not been audited, but someone's going to listen to me. Coming soon. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't think the IRS is organized enough to listen to this show <laughs> and then go audit people. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. Yeah, and I think you're right. Yeah, back to the $22. So $6.99 or $7 of it went to the deluxe edition, right? That leaves us with $15. So what was the $15 for? So they will file uh, your federal for free if you make under a certain amount of money. $73,000, I think. Unless you're filing jointly, in which case I think it's a little more. Oh, I don't know what that is. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'd have to find out. Um, I'm actually having a little bit of trouble pulling up the receipt. So finance tip number two, put your receipt somewhere. <laughs> so I was able to file with the deluxe version. And then when you do your state return, they're going to charge you for that. And I believe that's where the other 15-ish dollars comes from. Um, I'm really hoping to get a breakdown for you guys. Give me one. I'm not. Fi I'm not finding an answer for joint when you file jointly. The only number I see is the IRS says you can file for free using softwares if your adjusted income is seventy three thousand dollars or less. Okay, so your so your federal filing was free seven dollars for the deluxe edition and then fifteen dollars for the state. Yes, that is what I believe it to be. I am so close to finding the receipt. I'm going to go ahead and do a live hot take, though. Um, I'm back in Free Tax USA. I'm looking at the year I just filed, and I'm looking for where I paid my money. There's a summary uh, for all of my taxes, my deductions, things like that. There is uh, what I owed my state. Federal, I got a return, which is great. Um, nothing like an interest-free loan to the government. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not showing me in the filing summary or anything where I paid and what it was. However, I can tell you that I did put it on a credit card. Um, hey, Air Miles. 
because also because you know use somebody else's money when you can right uh i also pay that card off but um the it's 2198 is exactly what i paid to free tax usa the to then receive uh our return i'll say ours because i did file jointly uh between me and my lovely wife karen i handled all that for us did you just have one federal for each of you or i guess one federal for the both of you combined and then was it just one state maryland uh you're also able to file uh, her state or your spouse's state return as well so yeah it was all all together yeah i mean it's telling me so just so you guys are i have a little bit of information since i did use free tax usa about the tax situation um i do have an investment account uh through a, a website called better.com or betterment financial they're a robo sort of advisor um, I did have some crypto gains, nothing crazy, uh, <laughs> you know, 500 ish dollars. So that was enough to have to put on taxes. And we do uh, own and have a mortgage on a house, a relatively typical situation these days, I would think for most. Okay. But, but it sounds like, so you don't have a lot of 1099, no. but to me, it sounds like you would still be able to file and you would just add in the 1099. Yeah, that was pretty easy. It just, it's a big blue plus mark and you click on it and you say add W2 or 1099 and when you pick which one, you put the info in for what you're adding and uh, move through it. It obviously does a rounding for you. I, for some reason in my head, will always put the pennies and let the system round it for me rather than going up or down a dollar. I don't want to guess. I'm the same way. <laughs> I, I, it, it'll figure it out. So Yeah. And then I assume you just take the standard deductions? I do. Yeah. I looked at itemizing this year. Uh, we fell short of being able to itemize for any benefit. So we took the standard deduction for married filing jointly. Yeah, we normally itemize, but it, it's it's usually like a thousand or two thousand dollars more higher than what you need to. And so it's like all this work just for that extra thousand. And so this year I was way behind on my taxes and I didn't I didn't get them off to the accountant until Thursday of this week, the 14th of April. I just sort of like half did the itemizing. I like did all the big ones and then I just everything else. And I was like, you know, I probably just take the standard because I just don't want to deal with it all this year. Yeah, every once in a while, that's that's how it goes. I always try to go at least three quarters of the way down the itemization road. And then when it's not panning out, I'll I'll revert back, take the standard and and move on. Yeah, amazing. All right, uh, Michael, that's all the questions I had for you, really. I'm like, Super glad that you responded with this information because I actually did not know about Free Tax USA. But is there anything else you want to say about this all before we wrap up? Yeah, I want to say first off, thanks for having me on, and second off, uh, I guess here is here is why you should always listen to the whole episode. Um, I just found the receipt, and to summarize it real quick for you, um, my 2021 tax year return filed in April of 2022 uh, was a free federal return with Free Tax USA. A Maryland state tax return, which is where I reside, uh, for $14.99. And the deluxe version of the software, which is web-based, by the way, you don't have to download anything. Uh, and the second they send you down a download road, you may be at the wrong place. So verify your websites, please. Um, and the deluxe version was $6.99 for a total of $21.98 to file my taxes, plus my own time, which I built to myself at $8,000 an hour. And, uh, you know, here we are. So, Yeah, your own time. I mean, that's just, you know, it's like in theater, they're like, people are always like, you know, designers, don't figure out how much your hourly pay is. Because when you when you realize it's it's 17 cents an hour, you'll get really, really depressed. <laughs> it's the same. And, and I think the, the last thing, you know, that comes to mind as we sit here talking about our time being free is uh frankly a tiktok i saw where it was a quote that's basically 
time is free, but it's priceless. So get them done so you can move on to the thing you want to do, right? So <laughs> Exactly, exactly. We all just have to do it. Um, and actually, you bring up a good point in the show notes for this episode. So in your podcast player, just find the show notes or on our website, artisticfinance.com. I will have links to every single one of these tax softwares, including the big ones, but most specifically Free Tax USA and also Tax Act are both seem to be like really good ones and low cost options that tend, from what I hear, to not sort of upsell. And they're just, this is really it. And they're user friendly, from what I understand. So, but I will have a link to everyone, including a list of accountants for specifically people in New York City, um, artists here. There's a bunch of accounting offices that I'll link to as well. So thank, thank you for reminding me to mention that. And I would say last thing is none of it's pretty, right? The, the apps or the web pages, however you're doing them, they're very utilitarian. They, they're going to take you through what you need. They're ideally going to match the W-2s, 1098s, and whatever's are out there that uh, you're entering. So don't expect, you know, a bunch of like pop-up videos going, you did great. You know, you got to give yourself the pat on the back. So <laughs> I love it. And I do. And Michael does. We give you a pat on the back for getting your taxes done this year. Yeah, And on time. And if you didn't file your extension and, and don't fret, you'll get them done. Exactly. You got to do something to get there. <laughs> Michael, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you jumping in. Yeah, Ethan, it was great to see you. It was great to be on. Thank you very much. OK, so we've now learned about freetaxusa.com which, if you're brave enough to file on your own, it seems to be the least expensive way to do that. Now let's get to the artistic finance poll, which is wildly unscientific. I merely threw this out on social media, and this is what my connections responded with. 47 people responded. Most are based in New York, a small percentage from Missouri, where I'm from originally, and then sporadic responses from around the country. Now, what the poll doesn't tell us is the respondents' cost of living, how complicated their taxes are, if they have an LLC or if they're filing jointly. But we do have the hard data that merely says how much they paid to get their taxes done. Now, 70% of the respondents are live event freelancers. So I didn't count you as a freelancer if you have a W-2 job, such as having a teaching job or working full-time for an entertainment company, aka Mike Farmer I don't consider to be a freelancer. Now, the poll was one simple question, how much do you pay to file your taxes? Less than $500, $500 to $1,000, more than $1,000, and nothing, I do it myself or I have someone help me. The down and dirty results are that 42% pay less than $500, 30% file on their own, 27% pay between $500 and $1,000, and 0% pay more than $1,000. What surprised me about the results is the fact that nobody paid over $1,000. I just assumed there would be some people with complicated taxes, but alas, nobody here, whether they responded in public or if they DM'd me, said more than $1,000. Some people came close, but nobody tipped over that $1,000 mark. So 42%, the majority, pay less than $500. So that includes joint filers. Now, the next highest bracket were people who file for themselves. Now, this really surprised me because I learned that there's a lot of freelancers who file their own taxes. We're nearing episode 100, and so I've interviewed nearly 100 artists, and almost every single one has said they use an accountant to file taxes. 
I was sort of getting the idea that everybody had an accountant. But the results that came in today fly in the face of that because a third of respondents file for themselves, which gives me courage because Nicole and I, we almost filed using TurboTax this year, and then at the last minute, we decided to keep with our accountant. But seeing so many other people filing for themselves gives me encouragement that I could totally do it myself. And that final category, $500 to $1,000, that was 27% of people. So this really was broken into thirds with nobody over 1,000, a third file for themselves, a third pay between 500 to 1,000, and a third pay less than 500. Something else I noticed from people messaging me was that people in Missouri are tending to pay an average of $400. New Yorkers, that average is more like $700. But a lot of New Yorkers and a lot of freelancers in New York pay $500 or less. There was one flaw in the poll, which is I said $0 to file for yourself. But almost everybody who said they file for themselves actually has to pay for software. So I guess sort of the answer is you can't actually pay $0 to file your taxes, but the costs for filing yourself tended to range from $0 to $200. So certainly nobody was paying over $500. Now, if you have more states or if you have an LLC, you can tack on $15 to $50 per state, etc. But still very reasonable on all the softwares, even if you're using the most expensive software. So let's talk about those softwares. And now they're really less software and they're more websites that you just go and use the online portal. And there's two that I learned about, one called Tax Act and another called Free Tax USA, which we talked about with Mike earlier. Now, I didn't actually know those exist because I've had an accountant. But I checked them out, and frankly, if I file my own taxes next year, I'm probably going to use one of those sites. Nothing wrong with TurboTax, nothing wrong with H&R Block, but it looks like that's pretty much the same as Tax Act or Free Tax USA, but those sites are less. So I'm going to read some results from online comments. If I get names mispronounced, I apologize. Lighting designer Christopher Annis Lee said, I use Tax Act, including for my business. It's the best one for not trying to scam you off free file and into a paid service. Yes, the W-2 mostly IA work is personal, and all 1099 work is through my LLC S-Corp. It cost $40 this year, but that was to cover filing in additional states. The federal remains free for both. The fact that not more people are aware of and use free file is astounding. So that's one person who's very happy with Tax Act, an online software. Sound designer Cricket Myers, who was our guest back on episode 14, said she pays less than $500, but it's definitely a friend discount and worth every single penny. Lighting designer Luther Frank said he pays exactly $500 and then pays an additional $50 per state if he's touring or needs to file other states but there's no additional charge for having 20 plus employers slash 1099s. He said, this was from one of the best tax professionals for our industry, Trudy Durant and Associates, who I've used for about six years. Things are slightly different now that I own a business, but most of my partners have switched to Trudy for their personal taxes because they're so professional and they get our industry. Trudy Durant being a New York City-based accountant that works with a lot of creatives, specifically theater designers. 
Sound designer Sean Haggerty, who is my favorite sound designer, and I'm working with him right now, said he uses a Chinatown accountant who's worked with his family for many years, less than $500. Lighting designer Carl Faber said $65 for TurboTax plus $100 for two state e-files. Our guest from last week, Patrick Oliver-Jones, said it's been TurboTax the past couple of years and around $150 to $180 between federal and various states. Michelle Granadillo out in Milwaukee said, I once hired an accountant, and I'm still battling the state of California over the mistakes that were made. I'll never trust anyone else again. And that, I think, is a good word of caution, because Nicole and I once had a mistake made. We were the ones that had to solve the problem. The accountant that filed our taxes did not solve it for us. If you're on the fence between tax software or hiring a real person because you worry that you'll make a mistake even with using the software prompts, know that accountants make mistakes too and they don't necessarily come rushing to your aid if there's a problem because the problem's probably going to come to you six months to a year down the road at which point everyone's moved on with their life and they're going to have to go back and dig through all the results. But the reality is you're going to have to get on the horn with the IRS and figure it out yourself. I noticed that TurboTax requires a $60 upgrade for the audit help. H&R Block charges $40 extra, and FreeTax USA charges $699 for audit protection. Now, new this year in 2022, the IRS has an app, and it's called IRS2Go, IRS number two, go. Now, to save you the trouble of downloading the app, I did it for you. It has a 2.5 star rating in the App Store, which doesn't necessarily mean anything, but that's never a good sign. I also noted that all the information in the app is from their website, so it just condenses the basics into one place, but the reality is you're just as good going to their website. Now, when you log into the app, it asks for your social security number to check the status of your refund. However, you can skip that part without entering your information, So I went to the free tax help tab. Now, if your adjusted gross income is less than $73,000, you can file online for free with brand name software, including two softwares from our poll. There's also a free tax prep site locator. Now that's going to help you find free volunteer income tax assistance to anyone making $58,000 or less, or if you have disabilities, or if you speak limited English. Now, just to try it out, I entered my New York zip code and 10 nearby results popped up. I did the same for where I grew up in Missouri and there were several results. And once those results pop up, it's as simple as calling and setting up an appointment and there's both virtual and in-person options depending on where you're going. Now, the third free option on the IRS app is the AARP Tax Aid Site Locator. Now, yes, AARP focuses on taxpayers 50 or older and with low to moderate income. However, AARP will help anyone. So if you just have one question or you just want a helping hand, you can contact AARP. They have a group of volunteers that work from February 1st up until the tax filing deadline, and they're all up to date on the newest tax rules, and they can answer your questions. And, of course, you do not need to be a member of AARP to get help with taxes. And just to wrap it up about the irs to go app, 
the only other two tabs is one, a payment portal and a contact tab. Now the contact tab is a fake out because it looks like it's gonna open up a chat box to the IRS. Instead, it just takes you to their phone number and website. So with the new app, the IRS continues the tradition of being impossible to get a hold of. But hey, that's what makes them such a unique part of our culture. Okay, that's all I had for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you remember this when you're seeking tax help next year. You can come here and find links to every possible software and accountant you could imagine. I have two takeaways from this episode, and the first is that lots of freelancers file their own taxes, which means that you can too. Don't be intimidated. 30% of our respondents file their own taxes. Use an online software and do it. Free Tax USA and Tax Act seem to be the lowest cost options and user-friendly, but any of them work and none are outrageously priced. Now, I know that if I file my own taxes next year, I'm going to start at Free Tax USA. And Mike Farmer off-air encouraged me to just sign up and go through the steps and see how it feels. So he is definitely a proponent of using Free Tax USA, or at least doing it on your own. Now, the second takeaway I had from today is the show notes. We have links to the low-cost online filings, as well as the more expensive versions. And we have links to actual accounting firms who get the arts industry. Now, they're New York-based, but I'm sure that they will take clients from anywhere. So, what did you think of today's show? What did I leave out? Do you have anything to add to the conversation? Let me know by leaving a comment on LinkedIn. Find me there using my name. Let me know by leaving a comment on LinkedIn. You can find me there using my name, Ethan Steimel, and I'll make a post about this episode, which is a great place to leave feedback. You can also email me at artisticfinancepodcast at gmail.com, and I'll take any feedback or suggestions. If you are enjoying the podcast and you want to keep it going, please become a patron. You'll get early access to episodes and a private podcast feed that has all past outtakes and extended interviews. Join up at patreon.com slash artistic finance. To my current patrons, thank you. And for everyone listening today, thank you for tuning in. That's it for today. Until next week, break a leg. Thank you for listening to Artistic Finance. Make sure to subscribe. To access our show notes, transcripts, or resources, go to artisticfinance.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any decision, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Artistic Finance. Written permission must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting. All right, you ready for my joke of the day? Why don't skunks have to pay taxes? Because they only have one cent. I was looking for a good joke, and frankly, all that I found online were very rude to IRS agents, so that was the safest and cleanest.